Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help you bring your creative dreams to life, no mm-hmm. matter how big or small. Yes. My name is Adam. I'm Cole. And this week we're talking all about public image. Ooh. Now, whether you like it or not, there is a version of you that people have in their heads. If you're living in people's heads rent free. I Yeah. Right now, us. That is true. <laughs> and unfortunately, we don't always get to pick how those people perceive us. But there are some things that we can do and that we can control that can help us have what I consider a good public image. I mean, at least from this podcast, I think that people perceive you, Adam, just to be the kind, spirited, uh, exceptionally sage uh, wise person that oh. you actually are. Oh, Cole, you're you're too kind. Oh, um, thank you. But yeah, it is. Um, it's important to have intention when it comes to your public image, and I think it's something that is worth thinking about, hmm. especially if you are an artist. Now, let's pause here and have a, a quick conversation because I think sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, always, there are just so many perspectives about this. Right. There's like. Uh, well, I'm not going to be controlled by how people think about me. Uh, and therefore I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, which is ultimately still being controlled by how people think about you. Or there's, I'm going to be controlled by, by people who think about me and therefore I'm going to be nice and kind and like cute and not make anything offensive or say anything important. Um, where should we maybe have our headspace? in this conversation well i think that is an important question because a lot of artists are doing different things like if you're trying to be a contractor or a freelancer yeah and someone else is just the one that's paying your bills basically saying you need to be hired essentially yeah then you've got to probably think more on the conservative side of things yeah you know you're going to make a linkedin and you're going to post hey check out this thing i created for x company what a great experience yeah And And you're going to be on time because you're being hired by somebody who's paying you to do a gig. Right. Right. No room for a rock star behavior there. Exactly. But then there's the other side of it where, you know, if you're trying to be a little controversial and maybe stir up some drama here and there, and maybe you show up five minutes late, a little fashionable lateness, you know, that can be a thing too. So I'm not going to draw like a hard line and say, you have to do this, but it's definitely worth considering. Yeah. But I think for this episode, I want to talk more about the second one. Okay. So, you know, if you're a, uh, if you're trying to run a business, quote unquote, you know, you can look up probably how to be a professional person (laughs) and those tips will apply to you. Please Google how to be a professional person. (laughs) You know, it's going to say have a clean haircut or whatever it is, but. This we're talking, we're making art for the art's sake and hoping people notice. So you have like kind of a mullet thing going on with shaved sides. Like where does your haircut fall in in the spectrum of um, this conversation? It's funny you ask because I think a lot of people associate my music with like an 80s thing. Oh, okay. So maybe it's that. So you're just embracing the hairstyle. I think I am. Okay. And so, yeah, that kind of ties into point number one actually believe it or not which is to be interesting because it is better to be different than it is to be boring Hmm. like there's no reason to be shy about having a look or a sound yeah so i think we have go-tos as artists sometimes and maybe if there's something out there that you want to try don't be afraid to do it 
go yeah. for it have a look have a sound if someone says oh this is so your paintings are very 70s yeah that's not like a value judgment so i should like put shag carpeting like in my house <laughs> no i mean yes you yes. should okay but no but it's more like if somebody associates you with something because you have a style or they mm-hmm. say, man, this is so you. Yeah. Take that as a compliment. This is really interesting in context of like talking about authenticity, for instance, because like you look at somebody like David Bowie and it's he had a he had a very clear persona. In fact, he had a, like an alter ego sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this interesting balance between playing a role and being authentic and then also authentically playing a role. Like right. all of it is just kind of swirled around together in a big pot. Yeah. I mean, it's like you've, we've seen probably interviews I've seen of comedians where they will say that they look up to other comedians because they're always on, like mm. they're always trying to do a bit or they're always Robin Williams. Yeah. They're always working on something and you kind of become that character almost of like, you're playing a guy who's doing a bit and it's like, it's really meta there, but you know, those people are figuring out how they want to be perceived and they're working on jokes and they're really, they're being an artist all the time. And, so, And I think maybe the, the place that we're talking about today is not necessarily telling you be X or be Y or do this or do that, but it's like there is space here for intentionality and it's helpful to think about these things. Right. And I think when you're putting on a performance... It is important to just kind of let go of some of that anxiety that you might feel about that kind of stuff, like worrying about being judged. For example, sometimes I'll play concerts and you almost are like, I want to dance a little and I want to boogie. I've seen you you dance. I've seen you boogie. But then you might get a little stage fright or a little nervous, or you might see someone in the back of the room with their arms crossed Hmm. and you're more worried about that guy than you are about the people in the front that are dancing and clapping. And sometimes you'll do a show and you'll get off stage. And then that guy in the back with his arms crossed will come up to you and say, that was a great show. Hmm. I had a blast. And you think they're judging you, but maybe they're not. Maybe Hmm. you're more worried about being judged for being that artist type than they are even concerned about it. So it does kind of play into that. Well, that's for sure a thing. Like we often in our own insecurities perceive things that aren't true because we project those insecurities onto the moment or the people or that kind of thing. Oh, for sure. I've definitely like experienced a lot of that when it comes to just kind of like how I see myself or how I see myself in certain situations or certain environments or certain groups of people is I walk into that with a presupposition of how people are going to think or behave or respond. And I go in rather than being myself in an environment, I allow my perceptions of that environment to begin shaping how I behave or what I do. And ultimately that doesn't serve me or those other people. Oh, definitely not. I mean, even at, at our last event recharge, I was looking around the room and that's like a, it's like a ambient, performance you bring a yoga mat and a pillow we talked about it last episode so if you're following along you know but there were people that you know it's like oh they look bored and then they talk to you and they're like oh that was so fun yeah like oh okay well yeah maybe i was worried they were bored yeah but it is it is weird how that works with your brain and yeah so the next point is don't be afraid to be loud about things that you're passionate about 
it is a good thing to have opinions and to ask thought-provoking questions and to put yourself out there. And keep in mind, that's different than me saying you should become a contrarian or stir mm. up controversy or be a gatekeeper. Like, uh, when you go on the internet, you go on social media, there's an endless sea of posts, people saying, hey, check this out, check that out, I made a thing, whatever. If you are a person who can ask an interesting question, sometimes that will get more engagement and more people interested in what you're doing than just saying, look, I made a photograph. Hmm. Look at this picture I took. Yeah. You know, kind of framing the story, telling people authentically, hey, I had a really hard time creating this and I spent a really long time on it and I finally finished it. Here it is. Sometimes just putting yourself out there on, on the internet a little bit, being more authentic, that kind of stuff can help. Like Cole, you've been, <laughs> I've noticed on uh, Facebook. Yeah. You've been doing a lot of like uh, question type posts. Yeah. And I feel like people are kind of connecting with them Yeah, and it gives you a platform to yeah. talk about what you want to talk about. But instead of just lecturing everybody, it kind of becomes a conversation. Have you found that to be true? I feel like everything is constantly shifting. And so while I'm exploring the question we're asking today, which is like, what's my authentic voice and, and what are the things I care about and how do I express those? I think I'm simultaneously balancing, balancing that with, um, you know, the trends that are happening on the internet and trying to kind of buck some of those trends. So in a time where everybody's making these declarative statements, is there an opportunity to ask questions or, uh, in a time where everyone is kind of saying the same thing about a particular topic or issue, is there an opportunity to take a step farther back and ask a broader question or approach an idea with a, a deeper sense of perspective? And so I think it's a combination of uh, being authentic to the things I care about and the things I want to talk about, and then also understanding what people are tired of or what everyone else is doing and asking how I can authentically kind of present something new or, or a different way of doing or facilitating conversation. Yeah. And I think social media with its, all its great pros and all its horrible cons that people have experienced, it does give us a unique opportunity, I guess, that we can kind of infiltrate into people's lives a little bit more than maybe we could have as artists beforehand. So I always think when I do post, what can I do with this to become the person that someone thinks of when they're looking for someone that mm. does what I do, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So basically, how can I become somebody where people say, oh, I need a uh, songwriter production? Adam does that. Yep. So staying top of mind for people. I mean, I've met people online and then five years will pass and then they'll go, Oh, I'm finally ready to hire you. Hmm. And I go, wow. Mm -hmm. uh, great. Let's well, do it. At the same time, there's probably also people who from time to time are like, I need this done. Who can do it? And you're like, uh, that's what I do. Yeah. That <laughs> so definitely a, happens. Yeah. It's like a, a balance of, um, you know, letting people know who you are and what you do and what you're about, but also not over inundating Right. Yeah. And that's the tricky thing with posts not being chronological anymore and mm. the algorithm and all that is like you could post 10 things about how you do this. And then one of your friends will say, hey, does anyone do this? And yeah. you're like, yeah, me. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. 
You're well, hired. I actually today on Facebook saw somebody post something about a particular issue and he was like, I can't believe nobody's talking about this. And there were probably six or seven people in the comments that were like, what you're talking about right now is vague and no one like, what are you actually talking about? Right. And then so he posted a link to it and he was upset that no one was talking about it, but no one knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and I think we all have our little microcosm echo chamber, whatever it is. Yeah. And so if there's ways that you can peek out of that a little bit and just be like, hey, I do this. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Check it out. That can be good. Yeah. And also, it is just one of those things where if I scroll through your social media profile, do I know what you do and do I see that you do it well? Yeah. So I don't think I've told this story before, but one time I was looking for a drummer to play with me and I was going to pay him money. And I said, Hey, Orlando drummers, where are you at? And a buddy of mine tagged somebody else. And I went and looked at their page and they had like 50 pictures in a row of them playing drums, zero videos, zero audio. Hmm. And then the next person that got tagged had a bunch of videos of them playing drums. And I was like, Oh, I'll hire them. Great. Like not everybody is going to go through the, the like, Oh, Hey, can you send me some examples of your work? Yeah. Like put it, put it out there. Yeah, I mean, one of the best things, one of the most effective tools that we have for Creative City Project is we have a page on our website that is creativecityproject.com slash media. And anytime we need coverage, and this is, you know, specific to our industry, but it can be extrapolated to whatever you do. Anytime we want the news to cover us or anytime we have assets for like newspapers or broadcast TV or whatever it is those news outlets know they can go to creativecityproject.com slash media and all of the things they need are there. And that is one of the reasons we get a ton of media coverage is because we create high quality assets and we make them easily available. And I think that's really important for us as artists. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely true if you looked at your own page and you just say, if I was a stranger looking for someone that does this, would I hire me to do it based off of this? Yeah. That's maybe something good to look at every once in a while. Yep. And finally, the last point, which is kind of similar, ties back into the first two. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there when it comes to new types of media. So I've worked with artists before who are adverse to making a profile on every single social media platform. There was one band that I've talked to where they didn't have a Facebook page because they felt like it cheapened their music. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and they they had a label that was trying to sign them, and they were like, you'll need to make a Facebook page. And they're like, we don't want to cheapen our music. I was like, Wait, so they decided not to get signed because they didn't want to No, they did it, but they were like reluctant. Got it. And, you know, there's apps like TikTok and Twitter and all these things. And Can I, I just interject here? Oh, go you for You just it. need to follow the advice of Ariel, the Little Mermaid. I want to be where the people are. Oh, definitely. Like, why withhold yourself? Right. Well, that's the thing. I'll talk to people. Oh, I'm too old for TikTok. It's like, okay, well, There's I like know. literally grandmas on there who people are following because it's like grandma advice. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I have bands that I follow on there that I've seen go from like a thousand followers to 2,000 to 10,000. Now they're going on tour. People are buying tickets to the shows. It's like, why would you box yourself in and say, I don't want to do that? Yeah. And especially I've used a lot of Facebook ads to promote my music and promote videos of just me playing the songs or doing a lyric video or whatever it is. And I've connected with people through those and I've Mm. talked to other artists and they're like, I wouldn't want to do ads on and like sponsor posts 
because I, I want to like reach people organically and all this stuff. And I'm just like, why are you, why are you resisting that? Mm -hmm. It seems to me obvious. Like if there's people that are looking for new music and they're willing to stop scrolling and watch your ad and then connect with you online, like, or if it's TikTok, that's all free. It's like organic viral app. Yeah. I mean, think about your own user behavior. Like how often do you randomly discover a new artist? Right. I mean, it happens because, sure, maybe one of your friends shared an artist's story and you were like, okay, that's interesting. And you click through to their profile and then you happen to follow them. Mm-hmm. But the way those platforms work, and listen, if you don't want to participate in that financial system, totally understandable, but it does have repercussions. Yeah. I mean, taking yourself out of a system where people are discovering new talent just to me seems counterproductive. Like mm-hmm. you're putting all this work into you know, making paintings or making music or becoming a photographer or whatever it is. And then someone is saying, Hey, you should put your stuff on here. People are watching it. And you say, nah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I mean, the, to me, the lamest excuse is I don't want to learn how to use it. I don't know no. how to use it. It's like That's you, your job, bro. you learned how to play piano, right? You can't figure out TikTok. <laughs> like you have a smartphone already. It's right there. Uh-huh. You would have it figured out in a day. Yeah. So, you know, if you can learn Beethoven, you can learn TikTok. My teenage brother, you know, he's had been on there for a couple of years now. You've had time. Yeah. You could have figured it out. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like w- put some effort into your public image, take some risks. Yeah. There can be rewards, even if it's something simple, like people just think of you when they need someone that does what you do. Yeah. Take the time, figure it out put a little bit of thought into it you know you don't have to make it your main thing you don't have to become a pr artist and a, mm-hmm. you know do a bunch of publicity stunts but just a bit of care is all well adam thank you for these very helpful ideas anytime all right thanks for hanging out with us as always it's an honor follow us on instagram at entrepreneur podcast and we'll see you next week we'll see you there